Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and as always, I'm excited that you are here with me. I know that you can be listening to any other podcast because there's lots of them out there, but you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am grateful. Today's episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to answer some questions. We're going to talk about mindset and we're going to talk about self-care. I'm just excited to share this information with you. I know that some of the questions that I've been getting in a group, I wanted to answer them here because some of you may have had the same question and may have been looking for an answer. So I just wanted to do that here. And I, you know, I'm excited about it. So I really just want to take this moment to invite you over to join us at Black Girls Keto 2 in Facebook world. And on Instagram, we are Black Girls underscore Keto 2. And if you have any questions or comments, something that you want answered, or even if you want to be a um, guest on a podcast, you can send me an email at wendy at creativelywendy.com. That's wendy at creativelywendy.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned. All righty, welcome to this episode of Black Girls Keto 2. And we are going to just have a little keto conversation. And we're just going to do a little Q&A today, right? And so the first question that I have from the group is from a young lady who just started her journey and she three weeks in she's three weeks in to keto and on her keto journey and she is seeking guidance right so we're going to call her seeking guidance and she says when should I expect more energy I am into week three past keto flu, where my energy tanked and down 11 pounds, just entering Wonderland. Yay! I want to lose more weight, but I want the energy too. Not having cheat days and started back exercising. Help! All right. So, seeking guidance. Here's the here's the answer, right? To these questions. First of all, three weeks, or you're just starting week three. So you're really two weeks in to your your keto journey, right? And so what I say to that is, is take it slow, pump your brakes. Like really, I, 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 I really want you all to really understand and get the fact that you did not gain the weight overnight. And so you won't release it overnight. And I know she's not talking about weight, but I just want to be clear that this is not 
a get skinny quick type of a lifestyle. This is not a diet. It is a lifestyle change, right? As for energy, you're two weeks in and as you say, past the keto flu. So I I really want to clear this up. There is no such thing as keto flu. I I don't know where that came from. You may have flu-like symptoms, but keto flu is not something that you have to get. Um, There's no shot for it. Like, none of that, right? There's no vaccination or anything. It's not a real thing. What it is, is that your body is exuding electrolytes. So when you are letting go of the carbs and the sugar, your body is putting off more water and things like that. And so from that water, you're losing magnesium, potassium, and sodium and other trace minerals. When you don't have them, there are certain symptoms that you can experience. Not everyone does because everyone does not um, lose the electrolytes or they're keeping them up, right? So there are things that you can do. One, drink more water. Two, um, stay up on your magnesium, your potassium, and your sodium. So by doing this, you can add like pink salt to your food or make some soul water, which is pink salt and water, and drinking some of that every day. Power eight zero, um, pickle juice, taking a salt bath. If you take a bath in Epsom salt, then you will get every one of those electrolytes all at one time. Your skin is your largest organ. I have said this before and everything is absorbed into your skin. And so you will get those electrolytes, right? Um, And eating other, you know, foods, spinach and steak and things like that. So you can get your electrolytes from your food, but you can also, you know, take the bath and do a salt scrub. Like that's really fun in summertime. Everyone wants to do, you know, be buff and shiny and exfoliate. So you could do a nice, pretty salt, a pretty salt scrub. So that's that keto flu. I just want you to know that there is no such thing as keto flu and there isn't a time line that you get. Anyone can experience um, a drop in electrolytes at any given point, right? Along our keto journeys. So that's why it's crucial and important to keep it, keep them up because it really can be serious and you can um, end up in a hospital with, you know, people feeling like they have heart palpitations and heart attack and all that kind of stuff. So really keep your electrolytes up. It's really important. And, um, so what, where was I? She is two weeks and just starting her third week. And she wanted to know about when she's going to experience energy. And I want to say congratulations to her on releasing 11 pounds, right? 
Um, so just that, and she is entering Wonderland. Kudos to you, Queen. Yay, you. Not having cheat days and started back exercising. So here's what I, I I've said this in another episode. I think it was keep it simple, sweetie. And I'm going to say it again, and I say it to the women that I coach. You just started your journey. You just started your journey. Two weeks in. Two weeks. Just starting your third week. So you've completed two weeks. And you are wondering where your energy is. And your body is detoxing, sis. Your body is detoxing. Two weeks is not a lot of time. I know it may seem like that because in our minds, we feel like, oh my God, it's it's 14 days that I've not eaten anything that I used to eat, right? I've not eaten anything that I've used to eaten, but I, I need this to hurry up and change. And, you know, you know, it's two weeks and give yourself a break, give your body a break. And I I really want you to, to really take this time and listen to your body. So you're wanting energy, but your body is detoxing and recalibrating and trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Where is my sugar? Where is my carbs? Where are those highs and lows that I've I'm used to experiencing, right? I I eat sugar and I get high and then I drop and my, it's like, like your body is trying to figure out what's going on. And so you really want to pay attention to your body. She will tell you what she needs. So if you're feeling low on energy, then I encourage you to rest, right? Rest. Take the cues from your body, follow them. She really will tell you what she needs and what she wants, right? So, and and you really want to be gentle with yourself. You really want to be kind to yourself. The same kindness that you lend to others Lend that kindness to you. Turn that inwardly. Turn that on you. You know, speak to yourself kindly. Like two weeks is great if you for doing something different, right? But if you are not um, used to this, then you really do want to take some time and really really be gentle with yourself. Okay. Be gentle. Take some time. Relax. Rome wasn't built in a day. The body that you're in wasn't built in a day. And the body that you're trying to get to will not be built in a day. So take some time. Be gentle and be easy. Love yourself. Love on yourself. All right. So The next question is, is it normal to lose inches before pounds when starting keto? Absolutely. Here's the deal. It is, our bodies do different things. 
because we're different, everything happens differently for everybody, right? So if you are not focused on this scale, which I highly suggest that you don't focus on the scale because it doesn't tell a, a, a complete picture. It doesn't tell what's going on on the inside. It doesn't show fat loss. And the reason that we have inches, because when our body, I'm sorry, the reason that we have inches that we're releasing, and it's because our body, especially when we become fat adapted, our bodies is, is burning fat for fuel. And that will result in fat loss. The scale does not, cannot measure fat loss. It measures weight, the heaviness, right? The lightness, whatever that weight looks like. So you cannot tell by way of the scale what you are releasing and doing because the scale doesn't tell the full, complete picture. So that's why I always suggest that you measure, take pictures, and you do your side-by-side picture with your before picture first always, and then your current picture, and do them in an app where you can merge the two together and get a complete side-by-side screenshot, right, of your results. Pictures really are worth a thousand words. They are going to tell you what you are and what you're what you're doing and what you're not doing. Pictures don't lie. Scales differ. Scales don't tell you what's going on um, inch-wise, um, reducing the fat in your body. So it can't show you inches lost or inches released. It can't. Um, so therefore I suggest you measure and use clothes as an indicator, right? Use your clothes as an indicator. Use your clothes as an indicator. So last couple of questions. And one young lady asked, what's your go-to snack for a sweet tooth? And We've had several different questions on here. I'm I'm sorry, several different answers. And lots of them was to me, and I'm talking about the answer versus the question this time, right? So the answer that people are giving is not correct. You cannot eat anything with sugar and say it's keto. So these keto um, peanut butter bars or um, slim fast keto peanut butter bars, ladies, save your money, save your money. The Quest bars, even though they're high in protein, they have some sugar. They have maltodextrin. Read your labels. And if you really want to know how to read a a label, please listen to... um, the anatomy of a food label on a previous podcast. So you can have berries, 
You can make keto fat bombs. You can get some heavy whipping cream or whatever sweetener of your choice and some strawberries and mash them up. And you can make um, like a keto strawberry whip. You can make mini cheesecakes, add some cream cheese to that. And, you know, you got a little cheesecake and put it in a little muffin tin. You can. So this is what I made today. So this is what I made for a sweet tooth. I wanted something sweet. I wanted something decadent. So I made, um, I had some Choc Zero chocolate squares. I melted them down with a little coconut oil. I had some almonds and coconut. So what I did was put some in the little bottom of a silicone muffin tin, couple of almonds, some coconut, and then poured melted chocolate over it. And then I popped them in a freezer and it's like my own version of a keto mounds, you know, coconut almond cluster. And yeah, so I'm excited about that. And I also added a little pink sea salt just for that salt. Right. So I I just really want to say that you have to be creative. And if you, if sweets was your thing, Kind of not try to substitute one thing for another, right? Give yourself a chance to lose the sweet tongue, if you will, right? The sugar tongue um, and 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 not replace the craving, but but sit with it for a minute and 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 let your body, let your body do the things physiologically that there that it needs to do. And then you can add in the sweet stuff. When I first started keto, I didn't do desserts because I really did keep it simple. I, I just needed to get that eating down with the meats and vegetables and, you know, wrap my whole my whole mind around not having sugar. And so I didn't seek to add more sweetness as I was as a replacement for what I was letting go. So I, I just want you all to know that you really do have to shift that mindset, right? You have to shift that mindset. So in the next um, sec, sec, segment, <laughs> the next segment, <laughs> we are going to talk about a little mindset. So stay tuned, all right? All right, welcome back. And so now we're going to talk about and shift to mindset shifting. And as I'm coaching different women on their keto journey, even if they're new to keto, or even if they um, have been on their journey for some time and they reach out for coaching and the first thing I walk them through is the mindset shift because it's more important than getting what to eat down. It really is. Um, it's, it's the thing that can hold you up from your greatness that mind right? Is the thing that can hold you up from your greatness. It's also the thing that if you don't have a, a complete mindset shift, when you do release that weight, it will cause you not to see yourself, right? 
It will also, as one of the young ladies that I've been coaching, is that she had tremendous success on keto, over 130 pounds released. But because that mindset didn't shift the way it should have, then she started self-sabotaging behavior and started eating things that was not keto because she got a little comfortable in the size that she was and felt like she could eat it, you know, eat those things again. And the weight, like, and these are her words. She said, it didn't creep back on. She said, it bum rushed me. She said, and before I looked up, I was 50 pounds heavier because I didn't, you know, do the things mentally that I should have done. And so she come, when she came to me, you know, we sat down and, and, and so I, I walked her through an exercise I do with my clients is trying to figure out what your food story is. And when you find out what your food story is, how was your world shaped around food? So for me, you know, I was told that as a child that you had to clean your plate because there were children out there that didn't have food. And I didn't have a choice as to saying, no, thank you. I I wouldn't like that. It's, you know, we ate whatever, you know, what was put on the plate. You know, you didn't have choices. You couldn't not like something, right? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But in my household where I grew up with my mom and my sisters and my grandmother, you know, we couldn't not just not like something. You liked whatever they put on that table and 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 left it there, right? And then there are some people who have food stories around the fact that they didn't have enough food, right? And and so it causes us to overeat and you know portion control and all of those things. So finding out what your food story is is key. It's crucial to your success and longevity on your keto journey, right? It really is the thing that will give you staying power. And so if you do that first and foremost, before even trying to figure out what um, keto, like what keto is and what foods can I eat? Because that's the first thing people ask me. Well, what foods can I eat? You know, or actually they don't ask you what foods can they eat. I, I really do um, stand corrected. What foods can I eat? What can't I eat is what they ask. And so I'm always replying, let's talk about what you can eat. That's more like that's different, right? You have more choices than you really give yourself, um, give credit to keto for. However, that mindset, you know, and that that's even a mindset shift. Like always thinking, what can I eat? Can't I eat? And so when you figure out what your food story is, man, oh man, things shift. Things absolutely shift because you are then able to 
rewrite that story. You're able to rewrite the story. You're able to rewrite your food story. So for me, what does that look like, you may ask? How do I rewrite a food story? So for me, I rewrote my food story this way. One of the things, like I said, was that I always had to clean my plate. You had to eat everything they put on your plate, like it or not, right? And so one of the things that as I was rewriting my food story was that as an adult, I get to choose what I want to eat. It is okay for me to leave food on my plate. It's not harming anyone. It's not harming me or even those people who um, may not have food. Because in my mind, I was like, well, let me eat this food because I don't want to be one of those starving children, right? Um, So that's a way that I, one of the things that I did to rewrite my food story. So I encourage you to figure out what your food story is. And and really sit with the fact, um, and and the fact and some questions about what what you know what things are holding me up. What you know what was I told as a child? People eat for different reasons, right? People eat for different reasons. You know, some of us eat, you know, out of boredom, out of habit. Some of us eat um, because it's what we're you know conditioned to do. So my wife, you know, she wakes up in the morning, you know, breakfast, you know, is when she wakes up and you don't even know if you're hungry or not. Like you haven't even thought about the fact that you weren't hungry. Mentally, you have been conditioned that you eat breakfast by nine o'clock, lunch by noon and dinner by five or six traditionally, right? Because that's the timeline. Don't eat after eight, God forbid, you know, that's going to cause you to gain weight is what they told you, right? And all of that is not true. It really isn't. You don't have to eat if you're not hungry. And on keto, you should not eat if you're not hungry. You have to change your mindset and you have to really be in tuned with your mind, body, and spirit. And, and really listening to your body and, and your your stomach and your sometimes how <laughs> to, and this is just me. So it may not be y'all, I promise you, it may not be y'all, but it's just me. Sometimes I just, out of not going to sleep, I'm always looking for something to snack on because it's something I did. Um, I don't know where that came from, but as my mother used to say, I was, I, I fight sleep. So I'm eating sunflower seeds to stay awake. Go to sleep. Why don't I? Right. I'm always telling myself, girl, if you don't go to sleep. So, you know, you have to figure out what that story is that you've been told that someone told you that you, you picked up along your way, figuring out what that is, rewriting it and then you will find success on keto because you will make the mindset shift. I am a transformational life coach. I don't know if I've ever said that on here, but I am a transformational life coach, certified transformational life coach, 
run a life coaching um, practice. And not only do I coach women in keto, but I also coach black women in any area of their life and business. And so if you are interested in coaching, please reach out to me. You can find me over in Black Girls Keto 2, our podcast on Instagram at Black Girls Keto 2, Black Girls underscore Keto 2. And you can email me at Wendy at creativelywendy.com. And I will be glad to set you up with um, coaching sessions. So that way you can figure out and find what your food story is and make that mindset shift that has to happen for longevity and for sustainability on this keto journey because that's what's going to sustain us. That is what's going to make this a total life change versus, you know, a quick fix. Okay. So stay tuned um, for a message from our sponsors and we'll be right back. All right, everyone. Woo. Wow. This was good. This was good conversation. We have come to the close of another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. And I just want to take this time to let you know how much I appreciate you. And I am grateful for everyone that listens to this podcast, that shares it with their friends and family members, because it really is, for me, helping women to do more than releasing weight. The weight is just a symptom. It really is of some other things that we have going on. And once we figure out what those limiting beliefs are, what our food story is, those things that hold us up, we will soar like eagles, right? I believe that with every fiber of my being, that we are held by our minds. We're held hostage by our minds. And all of that can't do, you know, out of fear and whatever the situation is. So it really is my dominant dominant intent to help every Black woman succeed on this keto journey and take her health and her wellness into her own hands. So thank you again for listening. And if you would like to reach out, um, you can find us over in Facebook world at Black Girls Keto 2. Come join our keto community. We would love to love on you over there. You can find us on Instagram at blackgirls underscore keto too. And if you desire coaching, trying to figure out what your food story is, or just want to take some steps in figuring out how to get started on your keto journey, please reach out. You can email me at wendy at creativelywendy.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next week, see you soon. And 
Have a good one on purpose.